News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, of course, this week, kids small and big will be packing their bags and heading back to school as primary and secondary schools open their door for the beginning of the academic year. And I am joined now on this by Minister for Education, Norma Foley. Can we start, first of all, with the headline at the front of the Independent this morning, Minister? One in three national schools still have classes that are overcrowded currently. We keep hearing we're one of the richest countries in Europe. How can we still have this situation when classroom sizes are supposed to be being falling for the last number of years? Well, just at the outset, as you said, today is a significant day um, between the end of last week and throughout this week. We'll have more than one million students back in school. We'll have 100,000 staff and 4,000 schools fully open. Um, and in terms of the, the story that you relate to there, over the last two budgets, um, I have very proactively ensured that um, we have reduced the pupil-teacher ratio by one point each year. So we are this year at an historic low of 24 to 1. So the Department of Education... Um, deploys staffing resources on the basis of one teacher to every 24 um, pupils in a school. So um, ultimately then schools themselves make the decision, the individual decisions, how to disperse their staff um, along, the, you know, throughout the school. So we have made significant progress in terms of class sizes. Um, I concede that there is, you know, a job of work that continues to be done, but it is an historic low to be able to say that we have a ratio of 24 to 1 uh, in our schools as provided for in the budget. Although the EU average is at 20, so, so that's still like 20% higher here. And, and, and our children are, are like, investing in our children's education is investing in the future. But I, but I will concede in, in the first place in terms of resources, there are considerable resources in the general that go into education, a budget of over 9 billion uh, being provided for education. And again, I would say to you, I've been minister uh, just over two years now, and in each of the last two budgets, I have ensured that we have reduced the pupil-teacher ratio to what is now an historic low. Okay. So it is going in the right direction. Okay. There, you know, No, no, I, and, I, and, and you've, you've made that point well, and, 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 and I, I, I accept it. Um, back to school costs. Obviously, the cost of living is on every parent's mind already. Things like a mandatory school book rental scheme, things like uniforms that have, you know, a a plain jumper that have crests that could be put on, ways of reducing the cost of things. And we're we're hearing that it's on average €117 for a uniform and €170 for books. Huge money, particularly if you have more than one child. Are there not things that could be done? I'm not even talking about additional grants, but sensible things like school book rental schemes being mandated. Are there not things that could be done to help parents that aren't being done? Well, I think in fairness, we all do acknowledge that there are considerable um, stresses placed um, on everyone across the board at this point in time in terms of cost of living. I'm conscious, you know, that always back to school, um, there have been back to school costs. Um, We have made considerable efforts, even in the last short while, to ameliorate those costs um, for families and for parents. Um, Specifically, for example, you reference uniforms and, you know, schools have been um, uh, advised and circulars have issued that, you know, schools must show flexibility for students and uh, uniforms should not be branded uniforms. They should be available at the lowest cost price in any... But still um, school, schools very often say that, for example, boys and girls need to wear like black leather shoes. They're not necessarily allowed to wear black runners, which might be more useful because they could wear them outside of school as well, whereas black leather shoes, they're not really probably going to wear them any time other than during the school day. So that's an extra pair of shoes that they have to buy just to go to school, where a pair of something simple, if you want them to be black, like black runners, would be such a sense sensible, cost-saving, simple thing that schools could do? Well, again, as I say to you, you know, um, 
schools have been requested to show maximum flexibility, particularly in this current climate for students. And from a government point of view, you know, significant resources have been put in place in terms of back-to-school measures. So, for example, you know, the back-to-school clothing and footwear grant has been increased by €100. Euros. So we have um, students, we say, who are 12 years and over and in education each eligible child receives 385 euro, 260 euro for each eligible child aged um, 4 to 11. Equally so, we have had the waiving of the school transport fees for all those who are eligible. So significant measures have been brought in um, recently um, as cost of measure living um, for, for families. And equally so, as I say, I expect the absolute uh, and utmost of flexibility in schools. And if schools aren't um, flexible, can parents complain to the Department of Education and will anything be done? Because I, I, we're, we're, we're getting a lot of feedback from parents that they are crippled with the costs of going back to school at the moment. Well, as I say, I've already outlined some of the measures that we have brought in recently. Uh, schools are expected to show absolute uh, flexibility for students. And, and to be fair, um, you know, you've referenced, um, you know, um, book rental schemes. Uh, more than 17 million is made available every year for the book rental schemes. There is an exceptionally high uptake of the um, uh, book rental scheme at primary school level in excess of 90%, almost 70% at uh, post-primary. And again, as I say, I am conscious that, you know, in this present time, I expect board of management, I expect schools to show okay. the maximum flexibility and understanding um, for I'm, parents as they prepare for the return. I'm glad school. you mentioned the free transport scheme because what it has resulted in is an unprecedented number of applicants for the scheme. I think there's 130,000 applicants for the school bus scheme currently. 112,000 places have been given out. A shortfall of 18,000 kids without a place currently, many of whom have previously been on the bus because of the lottery system where people who had concessionary tickets now don't have a concessionary ticket because new people have come into the scheme because it's free. You obviously weren't prepared for the, for the additional applicants because of making it free. How, how could that be? We, we know any time you make something free, more people go for it. Well, in, in the first instance, you're correct. It has been um, a cost of living um, measure, if you like. Uh, widely welcomed, in fact. It is a substantial saving for it's families. It's been described as chaos, Minister. No, uh, if I could just conclude. Um, uh, a significant saving for families, for some €500, Euro, for others um, €650. Euro. There has been an unprecedented application. This time last year, 103 students were in receipt of tickets um, for the return to school. Now, more than 115,000 at this point are in receipt of tickets. There has been appropriate planning for it. We've already in excess of um, uh, additional capacity of 10,000 and there will be more capacity um, as time moves on. Um, I have but, but that's still a shortfall of 15,000 applicants. The 130,000 and 115,000 means 15,000 people and school are starting this week. And if I could clarify for you, um, the shortfall that you referenced, there is an eligibility criteria um, for um, the school transport system. So, for example, students who live more than 3.2 uh, kilometres from their nearest um, uh, school are eligible at primary and 4.8 kilometres from their nearest or next nearest um, school at post-primary. So the applications and um, those who apply must be eligible. They must fulfil the criteria. So um, in reference to uh, concessionaries that you have um, outlined there, those who are eligible and have applied on time do receive tickets okay. where there is extra or additional capacity on the bus, concessionary tickets will be made available. But not everyone who applies are eligible for the school All transport right. system. I want, I want to get into a, a um, story in today's Irish Times that plans to change the Leaving search to bring forward paper one in Irish and English into fifth year from next year that what is being said by, by, by the State Exam Commission is, is that it is going to seriously disadvantage boys, that they, are going to, they don't have the maturity to sit 
proper state exams at the end of fifth year and they are already, they don't do as well in their leaving search. Already there's far fewer of them get into the, 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 the medicines and the pharmacies and all of that because of probably a disparity in maturity. And this plan is going to seriously disadvantage them. How can that be allowed to stand? I think what you're referencing there is that when there is any change or anything new being introduced, there will always be um, discussion and debate around how it can be handled and how it can be done and what, you know, what the potential and possibilities are. Um, I think the, there has been absolute acceptance for many, many years now that there is an absolute requirement for reform of senior cycle. And the greatest factor that has pointed in that um, in that direction, if you like, has come from parents and students themselves who have said the single greatest factor that they experience is stress and pressure coming from having to take exams all in one go, if you like, in one sitting after a two-year period. And that has been a primary consideration. And so for that reason, um, we are now looking at, for example, the English and Irish paper, taking those papers as a temporary measure um, at the paper ones at the end of first But at the expense of boys, it's seriously going to disadvantage half the students. And and, and if I could add to that then. So now um, the paper obviously will reflect the fact that the paper uh, is being taken at the end of one year rather than the end of two year. There will be remodelling and reshaping of paper, uh, one in English and Irish, so as to ensure that any of the issues that have been raised will be uh, factored in and will be accounted for. The primary objective at all times is to ensure that students have the best opportunity to maximise their ability and potential and to do it in a stress-free, anxiety-free um, atmosphere, if you like. And, and so that's wonderful. Issues. And, and st- removing stress is a wonderful, uh, I, I suppose, aim and goal. But if boys tank, if, if their results go down because of this, will it be reviewed? Because I'm sure there are parents who are so, sort of very worried when they hear this. But again, what I'm saying to you is that um, the principle um, of um, ensuring that students are not stressed by taking all exams at the end of um, two years is the correct one. Uh, as a consequence of that now, we, the, the remodelling and reshaping of the papers right. takes place to ensure that every student, irrespective of gender, has the potential taking paper one at the end of fifth year okay. to maximise their potential. So whatever accommodations, whatever remodelling or reshaping of the paper okay. ne- needs to take place will take place to advantage um, all students, irrespective all right. of their gender. Minister for Education, Norma Foley, thank you for that indeed. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.